to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. On Facebook, trying to get it get it rolling here. It's always such a such a thrill to share this time with everybody out there on AM eleven seventy. The answer. Got my people out there watching via Facebook Live. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. Of course, I love to share this time with none other than DJ Carrotsticks. <laughs> A little early with the sound effects, my brother. You were a little eager there for yourself. You always get me hyped up. Was it? Is it me or is it the Twix covered donut bar I brought in today to share? It's pretty amazing. You know, be bringing some some food item I've never heard of yet. Well, you know, stick with me, baby. That's what I got to say. And hey, stick with me, everybody out there, because we've got an amazing show for you today. Um, I got to thinking before I came in, you know, it just kind of naturally worked out that all of my topics to share with you guys are all really centered around one thing. There is a serious takedown and shakedown going on right now in Washington. And I'm not talking about some Jesse Jackson Jr. typical rainbow push coalition takedown, shakedown that he used to do with corporations. I'm talking about the very fact that Jeff Sessions is actually going before Congress today. Why? Why? After 10 months of an, of an investigation based upon nothing, no probable cause, we now know According to Jim Comey himself, that President Trump was never under an investigation. There's no evidence of any Russian collusion with anybody in uh, Trump's campaign, including Jeff Sessions. So there's absolutely zero reason for him to be going before Congress today. So why is he today? We also know, thanks to Jim Comey, that there was never any obstruction of justice. So again, why is Sessions going today before Congress? Because it's a continued push to try to undermine President Trump, to actually try to take out President Trump. And in doing so, actually what they're really trying to do is take down the will of the American people because they know both opposition parties know one thing. They know that on Inauguration Day, when President Trump said today marks the day that we return the government back to the people, he meant it. And there are both parties who don't want that to happen. Comey leaked, admitted before Congress that he leaked What's the only crime that we know that's come out of the investigations? Leaks. So Comey goes before Congress, leaks a privilege, some say classified confirmation to the uh, conversation to the media in order to manipulate an investigation. See, the allegations are that Trump tried to obstruct or, you know, unduly affect an investigation. Comey comes out and admits that that's what he was trying to do in order to get a special counsel appointed. And what did the Republican Party do? They gave him one. And not only did they assign a special counsel, giving Comey what he wanted, but they appointed Jim Comey's best friend, his bestie, who then has in turn lined up the takedown team of Clinton Foundation and other Democrat donors. I'm hearing so many people doing bashing, bashing, bashing of the left. And I suggest to you and to everybody out there watching and listening that the real takedown artists are not the left, it's the Republican Party. And why? Because they have control of everything that's happening. For years, they've been telling us they just needed control. They have the White House. 
which means they have all the departments and agencies and they have both houses of Congress. So if anybody out there like me is disturbed with the kangaroo court that's happening to take down President Trump, which is really about suppressing the American people, then be angry at the people who deserve the anger and the righteous indignation. It's the Republican Party. They don't want Trump's agenda to pass, which is about individual freedom, economic freedom, free markets. It's about sealing our borders to keep us protected from an invasion that wants to take us over from within. It's about not handing over our country to globalists and a one world power that wants America weakened. They don't want the restoration of America. They want power to continue to be in D.C. and in their pockets. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go to Sidney Powell. Like I said, she literally wrote the book on corruption in in the Department of Justice, wrote the book License to Lie, exposing the corruption in the Department of Justice. And there's more to this whole Mueller thing than even I knew. And she's going to shed some light on that when we come back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home. Home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Before the break, I was talking about what I view as is what's happening with this kangaroo court going on in D.C. I see it as a complete takedown attempt of President Trump and through him, a takedown attempt of what the people want and implemented in, in Congress in, in, in Washington, D.C., a restoration of American greatness through economic freedom, individual freedom, freedom of religion. We're going to talk a little bit about Mr. Bernie Sanders and what he attempted to do uh, last week. This getting absolutely no play at all from the Republican Party. We have every aspect of our government. When you know President Trump was on the trail and he talked about draining the swamp, there's not a department or agency in Washington that is not full, that is not part of the swamp and full of swamp dwellers, and that includes every investigative body, that includes our intelligence agencies, all 1772 or however many of them there are that exist that we're actually giving even more power as President Obama was walking out the door. And my next guest with me literally wrote the book, as I said before the break, on the corruption that's within the Department of Justice. And there's no other other way to describe it than the C word. And she's here to share her perspective on everything that's happening in regarding to this kangaroo court. Hey, Sydney Powell, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea, thank you so much. It's always great to be with you. Okay, so um, 
I, before the break, I was talking about the fact that here, Jim, I, I don't even understand why Sessions is there today, because we know from Comey himself, as well as others, that given the fact, first of all, I still haven't seen any probable cause for a sitting Democrat president to launch an investigation involving, including surveillance of an opposition party presidential candidate and his team. But it happened. Now, 10 months later, there's still no evidence of collusion. There's, including Jeff Sessions. Uh, Trump was never under investigation. Comey's leak, and, and I want your perspective on whether or not that was illegal for him to leak. Some say that it was it actually involved classified information. It was illegal. Um, we still, he did it for the purposes of getting a special counsel elected. So he was manipulating an investigation that should have never happened in the first place. He got a special counsel from the Republicans and it's his bestie. Yeah, what a coincidence, right? Yeah, what is it? I, I view this as a takedown. This is my assertion and my analysis. I view this as a blatant takedown from both parties because the Republicans are in power. I see this as them trying to stop the people's agenda from being implemented. How do you see all this? Well, as soon as I heard that Comey, I mean, that Mueller had picked Andrew Weissman to join his task force, I became immediately concerned, even more concerned than I was to begin with about the entire thing. I've got an article on Newsmax about Andrew Weissman and his record of misconduct. I've got one on TheObserver.com about Andrew Weissman and his prosecutorial misconduct, and one on Big League Politics about how overreaching prosecutors have been running the country for the past eight years. Andrew Weissman was part of this corrupt cabal of Enron task force prosecutors who then became President Obama's longest serving White House counsel, Catherine Rumler, uh, the assistant attorney general for the criminal division of the Department of Justice under President Bush, who prosecuted Senator Ted Stevens and unseated the longest serving Republican in the United States Senate. And uh, Leslie Caldwell, who became Obama's head of the criminal division of the Department of Justice. And Weissman became Mueller's chief deputy counsel, deputy director of the FBI and general counsel and special counsel. I mean, this is a, a core group that has literally been running the country for the past eight, ten years. And now Weissman resurfaces on this task force when his record of actual trial conduct on the Enron task force is outrageous. They intimidated witnesses. They well, they also, according to evidence of innocence, they made up crimes. I mean, you name it, they did it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like something right out of the old TV show, The Practice, you know, it, yeah, which and was the blacklist. Right. And the blacklist. I mean, it, it, we're talking about he hid evidence that was exculpatory for something like six months. It, it, six if I were years. Oh, six, six years. years. And it was yeah. all it was all just a blatant takedown attempt. We're talking about the real power that's happening in our country right now is in the Department of Justice. It's the power to destroy corporations, destroy lives, to take down politics politicians, uh, to silence citizens, to affect, and it's not just in the prosecutors. I also, we're seeing this in the courts with uh, these dictators in black robes, but this should be shocking to everybody, especially the Re the Republicans who know what you're talking about. And instead, Sydney, I'm hearing them today saying, oh, Mueller just needs to be allowed to, the smart thing for Trump to do is just to allow Mueller to do his job and he'll do it fairly. There's nothing fair about this man. There's nothing fair no, about uh what he's about. It's a blatant takedown attempt or he wouldn't have Weissman involved. 
I agree completely. I'm very concerned about it. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you all the injustices that Weissman is responsible for committing, but we could start with Arthur Anderson, which he and Leslie Caldwell destroyed, along with 85,000 jobs, all for nothing, because the Supreme Court reversed it three years later, holding it. what Anderson had done was not a crime. And a unanimous Supreme Court reversed it, saying it was shocking, a little criminal culpability the jury instructions required. And guess who wrote the jury instructions? Uh, Mr. Weissman had a very uh, large hand in that. And then how does he still let me interrupt you, because I want to make sure we have enough time to get through all of our topics today. By the way, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Sidney Powell, author of License to Lie. How is it that he even still has his, his license? He shouldn't have. Um, Bill Hodes, one of the leading legal ethics experts in the country, and I filed a grievance against him with the New York Bar. It kind of uh, sat there for a number of months, and then they, Weissman was general counsel of the FBI at the time. So the New York Bar punted it in the dark of the night over to Department of Justice, who was actually defending Weissman on the same charges at the time. And had Department of Justice decide that there was nothing wrong with what he'd done, never mind they had hidden yellow highlighted before the trial and hid evidence that showed four Merrill Lynch executives were innocent while they sent them to prison on an indictment that didn't even state a criminal offense. So Rosenstein was a Rosenstein. I, I apologize if I mispronounce his name. He, so he goes before Congress today and says that there has been and he was asked about the rumors. Chris Reddy from Newsmax uh, had said that that which I think to me was obvious that he was put for, putting forth opinion or speculation that Trump was probably considering getting rid of Mueller, given his ties to Comey, which are not only inappropriate, but also violate a statute from what I understand. So then based upon that, of course, the feeding frenzy began and Rosenstein was asked today about whether or not um, what the procedure would be if somebody wanted to fire Mueller. And he said it would be up to him and that there would have to be cause and he would have to be the one to draft the cause. Um, well, clearly there's cause for him. He should have never been appointed. There's there's cause, first of all, in the fact that, that, that according to a statute, you're not supposed to be a special counsel. If you have any relationship with any witness or anybody involved in the investigation, that's why Sessions recused himself because of his relationship with Trump. Meanwhile, we've got Rosenstein as the one who picked Mueller in violation of statute. And then on top of it, the appointment of Weissman or bringing in Weissman, as well as other Clinton Foundation attorneys and Democrat donors should be cause, should it not? Yes, I would think it would be. I mean, I really think Mueller should step aside. I don't think he's the right person to handle this. I well, really I, wish they'd gotten somebody far outside of Washington. Well, but the, but unfortunately, the Republican Party appointed this Rosenstein himself, who uh, is, you know, I guess his wife is really deep into Democrat circles. He had really corrupt uh, or, you know, ties. I don't want shouldn't use the C word, but his ties to Comey were inappropriate himself. So I, I don't I cannot give the Republican Party a pass for incompetence here. I have to believe that they all know who every one of these people are, just like they knew Comey and his background with the Clintons going back to all the illegal pardons he participated in, the ways that he covered for the Clintons in the past. How did any Republicans ever even allow him to be appointed FBI director? Yeah, the Federalist has a great article um, by um, Molly, whose last name I just blanked on, but there's a very good article in the Federalist about Comey's questionable obstruction of justice 
prosecutions when he was a prosecutor. There's there's a long record there for Comey that's not good. Well, yeah, I mean, this I mean, is this is a man who went after Martha Stewart, who had no evidence that she did anything uh, untoward in terms of, uh, you know, any stocks or anything like that. But he prosecuted her for one misstatement to an investigator in the course of it and sent her to the pokey for six months and then turns right around and says that, uh, you know, he didn't say that Martha Stewart needed to have intent. But then he turns right around and says Hillary Clinton gets to get away with her crimes because he couldn't find any intent. Then he turns right around and says, even though Trump hadn't committed any crimes, he thinks Trump had the intent to obstruct justice. This man is like, he's like mentally off the rails. It was unbelievable. It was it was really a double standard if I've ever seen one. He can't find intent for Hillary Clinton, but he can read Trump's mind and it makes no sense whatsoever unless you view it as a as a partisan political attack. Well, you know the um, Department of Justice better than anybody. What is, we don't know, Sessions has not gone before Congress today. There's a lot of people who, including Judge Napolitano, says that it's a mistake because he's going there as a witness. And even though he's very accomplished in the courtroom, he's putting himself at risk. And given the fact of what Mueller's all about and, and the, the people that that he's aligned up for this takedown and shakedown, how do you see all this shaking down, Sydney? I think it's uh, very dangerous for anyone to testify in front of Congress right now. Um I thought Mr. Rosenstein did a very good job in the way he testified this morning. But as we've discussed, I have serious concerns about his role there and his choice of Mueller and what influence Comey had over the whole thing. I mean, the very fact that Comey leaked that information to try to achieve the appointment of a special prosecutor when he did nothing in the face of Loretta Lynch actually instructing him to discuss the Hillary Clinton investigation as a matter instead of an investigation Mm -hmm. and all the obstruction that went on there. I mean, I published an article in the Observer last year calling for the impeachment of Comey and Lynch for whitewashing Clinton's crimes. I mean, I just knew something was going on back there between the two of them and Clinton. And obviously there was. Well, obviously there was. And you know what? Hat tip to Dianne Feinstein for saying that she wanted an investigation. I'm not sure where where that came out of. I mean, Feinstein, you know, I mean, is she is she, you know, getting into some dementia? Who would have thought that a leading Democrat would call for that? And President Trump tweeted out this morning saying that what she had done was illegal because she had attempted to obstruct justice. And you know what? When she had her illegal, inappropriate tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton, the Republican Party did not demand a special prosecutor at that point. So this is just, it's so shocking to me that we have a Republican party. I shouldn't be shocked though, Sydney. And you know, I know you're not here to be partisan, but you know, the Republicans have been begging for more and more and more power and here they have it all and they're doing everything that they can to, you know, participate in in a takedown of President Trump. I'm I'm hoping that at least what will end up, here's how I'm, and and I'm going to have to let you go after this. My hope is just like eventually the truth came out about Comey, and I think that that, and I agree with other people who, who theorize that Trump's tweet about the recordings were to force Comey's hand to have to come forth with some truth he didn't want to, which is that Trump was never subject of an investigation. But I think unwillingly and unwittingly for the left, at least this is my hope, is that in the course of this takedown attempt, there will be some actual takedowns of some others who actually deserve it. Final thoughts? Yeah, there are a lot of people who deserve investigation, including Hillary Clinton and Loretta Lynch. The fact that there is a Clinton defender on this investigation task force is unfathomable. That should never have happened. No, it shouldn't. 
no, and I would encourage everyone to read Licensed to Lie, Exposing Corruption in the Department of Justice. I've dropped the Kindle price to four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. The hardback is on $30, and let me tell you, it's the only place you can find the real backstory on Andrew Weissman, mm-hmm. Catherine Rumler, Matthew Friedrich, and uh, a lot of these folks. Did uh, Do you think Loretta Lynch read it? Because I remember Orrin Hatch waved it at her. And she waved your book I'm at sure her and told didn't. her she needed to read it so she would know how she would drain her own swamp, but she wasn't interested in that, was she? No, she was part of the swamp. <laughs> well, I'm hoping you're going to have an opportunity to write like a follow up to that because I'm hoping a few years from now we're going to look back and, and, and realize that, that there actually was a draining of the swamp and that there's going to be a part two about how the corruption uh, was ended. Thanks so much for being here, Sydney Powell. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea, and hope people will follow me on Twitter at Sydney Powell, the number one. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, um, speaking of other takedown attempts, there has been some serious takedowns. It's all about taking down big voices in order to silence the will of the people. And the will of the people right now is making America great again. There's been some real takedown attempts of conservative voices in the media. And to fight back, Operation Fight Fire with Fire, none other than Melanie Morgan is going to be here on the other side of the break to talk about it. Don't go anywhere. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We are rolling along, talking takedowns and shakedowns. We are shaking it up here. And you know who's been shaking it up over some takedown attempts of conservative voices? None other than our beloved conservative voice, Sean Hannity, the gal who's been leading the charge with others, by the way, to fight back against that has had some amazing successes is none other than Melanie Morgan, who's with me for the first time on the Andrea K show. Hey, Melanie, thanks so much for being here. Andrea, it's so great to be with you. Uh, you and I are Facebook friends. So I've been watching what you've been doing with your radio program, and it is amazing. So thanks for having me as a guest. Oh, well, thanks so much for being here, and thank you for all you are doing. Um, stop the scalpings. Operation Fight Fire with Fire. Whoo, that's, that's some inflammatory language. But it's time. You, you, you got you to gotta get ready and be prepared to fight some fire with fire if we're going to take our country back, right? 
Absolutely. And Andrea, I have to say that what has happened to Sean Hannity on the Fox News channel is just un-American. There's an organization that's very shadowy, run by mysterious men, and the intimate details of which I'll be happy to share with you in a minute. But these guys have targeted his advertisers, and they are trying to kneecap him both personally and professionally. That's why I decided to stick my head up out of the foxhole, as it were, and form an organization called Stop the Scalpings. I, as a talk show host, a former conservative talk show host, um, have been on the receiving end of Media Matters and an advertiser boycott, and it's a frightening thing to go through because, you know, when you've got all of your advertisers suddenly dropping away almost overnight, uh, there's really not a lot of future for you in our industry, as uh, a lot of people have noted. And I was determined, since I had gone through it 15 years prior, mm-hmm. um, at the radio station that I worked at, KSFO Radio in San Francisco, I had a lot of expertise and knowledge to share about how to fight fire with fire. So that's exactly what we did. We formed this group called Stop the Scalpings. And you pointed out it's kind of inflammatory sounding. And that's exactly right. why we picked that title. Because we have to let people know that the bullies on the left are not going to keep winning these fights. That if we as conservatives don't actually push back on them, they're going to roll right over us. And pretty soon, you know what? Here's what will actually happen is their voices will be silenced as well because It'll be a handful of elites mm-hmm. who will determine what you can hear and what I can talk about. Yeah, but you know, the left doesn't, they never really think uh, along those lines. They never really in- anticipate or even think through the second and third level implications. You know, it's like hate speech legislation. The left loves the idea of hate speech legislation because they, they think naively that the only people, the only words that will be considered criminal are, are going to be conservative words and it's it's never going to affect them. And what they don't understand is that it's death by a thousand cuts, cuts and that's how you end up with, you know, uh, you know, um, a list of government approved words that are that are given to you. Um, but getting back to the I love the the tone that you used. You are pushing back. Of course, then what the left is it loves to do is play the double standard game and say, oh, aren't you conservatives supposed to be the nice guys? Look at this rhetoric you're using, you know, conservative, <laughs> right? Right. I laugh because you've done a perfect demonstration of some of the comments I've heard from these people. I have to tell you, you have to fight fire with fire. So we put up a countdown clock on um, our Facebook page, and we invite people to go take a look at it or at MediaEqualizer.com. And what we've done is we've we've put on blast Media Matters for America, which is a left-wing organization that is funded by George Soros in part as well as Hillary Clinton and a thousand other liberal donors who are delighted to pour their money into ruining the lives and careers of conservative icons mm-hmm. like Hannity. Like they tried it with Rush Limbaugh, right. uh, with the Stop Rush movement. Yes. Um, they took down a lot of our people. And Monica Crowley, they went after her. It is just despicable. So we're just serving them a taste of their own mm-hmm. medicine. So the, the countdown clock is over, and now we are pulling the curtain back mm-hmm. and exposing who these people are, David Brock, Angelo S. Carasoni. By the way, one of our, co- our reporters contacted him from the Media Equalizer Project to, uh, to get some comment. He tweeted. He wouldn't answer his phones. None of them answer their phones, of course, because it's such a mysterious organization and a right. nondescript building in Washington, D.C. But what happened was they, 
take actually he actually tweeted back and called our reporter, our female reporter, a dummy and a piece of well, I'll let you fill in that last word. No. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, you know, oh, the, just the party. They're the party of women, right, Melanie? The, par- the party that loves women and minorities? Uh-huh. Precisely. They would call a woman a piece of you-know-what. I mean, this is just absolutely stunning. And I, I say, well, go for it. You know, show the world who you are. Show us how you use the dozens of shell organizations to hide the flow of money mm-hmm. to uh, this entire Media Matters organization. I mean, it's really just a fight for people like Hillary Clinton and other right. leftists. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about the, your successes, because you guys have had some. First of all, you... Uh, it, by the way, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Melanie Morgan, former radio star, as well as um, hot witch, girl on fire, who's pushing back Operation Fire with Fire and Stop the Scalpings. Um, you guys have had some successes. First of all, uh, you did. You were instrumental in keeping Sean Hannity on the, ha- on the air. God bless you for that. It also resulted in some advertisers pulling off of Rachel Maddow. Talk about some of the successes you guys have had. Well, what we've actually been able to accomplish is bring back some of the advertisers to Sean Hannity. Ooh, so yeah. that was our number one objective was to save Sean Hannity because he is a friend of mine for 18 years and we need his voice. Yes. If, if he isn't out there on the airwaves articulating what this Trump administration is trying to do, we are in big trouble. So that was my number one objective. Everything else has just been kind of gravy, Andrea. Let me tell you what's happened. <laughs> and I have- love gravy. I'm from the South. I need oh, some I gravy on my biscuits. Oh, gravy, uh, grits. Yeah, I love them, too. Okay, so um, over the weekend, um, our, our, first of all, let me just say that Stop the Scalpings is an actual Facebook group that has exponentially exploded. We have we started out with like two members. We're now at 103,000 people who Woo. are committed activists who have keyboards and know how to use their phones. And so they are, their dialing digits are going crazy. Over the weekend, we hit Bank of America, Delta Airlines, as well as, uh, oh, what was the other one? Um, American oh, one Express? More. American Express. That was this morning's development. Um, it, we got them to drop their sponsorship of uh, that horrible, wretched play uh. in the park. Yeah. That Shakespeare play where they are actually imitating uh, the assassination of Donald Trump. Which so, is outrageous. That's like the theater version of Kathy Griffin and what she did. That is absolutely despicable. It is completely unacceptable. You know, we all have our free speech rights in this country, but we do not have the right to yell fire in a crowded theater. And that's what you're doing. Basically, when you are mimicking an assassination of a United States president, this is way, way over the line. So our group got busy over the weekend, and they hit these advertisers so hard, they didn't know what the hell happened to them. And I'm telling you, they, they surrendered. They cried uncle just as fast as you could possibly imagine. And here, you know, this is where we have the power of one and amplified it. Because, you know, we are determined that we're not going to take this anymore. We don't have to take this anymore. And the only thing that a bully understands 
is a bigger stick. That's absolutely right. And you know what? I've had a conversation. I think it was with, I don't remember if it was Brian Crabtree or James Herson. It might have been James Herson recently on my show about uh, the fact that, you know, Republicans aren't necessarily comfortable in getting down in the mud and rolling around. And they feel like they're con- they are compromising their values to do so. We're fr- we believe in free markets. You know, we're kind of like, hey, if you don't like the content of a TV show or whatever, change the channel. But you know what? This is about the, the this is about the viability and, and the resurrection and it's about saving our country the left knows they particularly went after to take over our media and our education system because they know that you control the message and you control minds and they are desperate not only it it, not only are they on their left-leaning propaganda sites pushing fake news and lies all day long but they also then that's not enough for them they've got to get conservative voices off the air they've got to make sure then they're also going to continue to go after Facebook and social media sites so this is just amazingly important work that you're doing God bless you for doing it Um, how can people get um, get involved what do you want from the listeners Oh, I would love for everybody to get on our Facebook page because we've got just all the um, advertisers that we're going over. Get ready to work. Roll up your sleeves because it's not going to be easy to fight the left in this country. But just go to Stop the Scalpings on Facebook. Plug that in. And you can follow us on Twitter at at Scalpings. Um, and also MediaEqualizer.com where we are revealing our daily expose on uh, the, the group Media Matters for America. Today is a great great one because we show what hypocrites the left are. They're the ones who always play the race card and the victim Mm -hmm. card against Republicans. Well, we flip the tables on them and we show how um, they make derogatory comments about ethnic groups and language that insults the gay community. So, you know, uh, payback is karma, as they would say. Oh, yes. I love it. And thank you so much for being here, Melanie. I appreciate it so much. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Oh, well, we got more talking about takedown and shakedowns coming up. We're going to take a quick break. And guess who's on her way, I hope, to a takedown? It's none other than Maxine Waters here in California. The woman, speaking of bigotry and hypocrisy and double standards, Maxine Waters, may I remind you, is the woman who went to a mosque in Orange County and told them that only bigots would vote against Sharia. Sharia that subjugates women, stones them for being raped, and cuts off the genitals of little girls and then sells them off as brides. Shocking and outrageous. We're going to talk to Omar Navarro. When we come back, don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows and through the years I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your 
loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Look who snuck in under the door. My buddy Al Arias is here. I wasn't expecting him till next week, but I'm always glad to see that handsome face of his. We'll chat with him for a few minutes. But right now, I got to talk to the man who's going to take down Maxine Waters. Woo-hoo! Omar Navarro, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you for having me. All right. Um, why? It is such an ugly world out there in politics, an ugly game to get into. And man, Maxine Waters, she doesn't want to go anywhere, her or her wig. Now, what in the world got you decided you wanted to run against Maxine? And what's the takedown plan? Because I love it. Yeah, you know, first of all, I, I ran uh, back in 2016. I got nearly 30% of the vote in 2016. So, you know, we, we did really well. Uh, we pushed a hard election. Uh, we did a lot of things with very little, no resources. We raised only like $3,000. Maxine Waters spent $650,000 in her campaign. I still got 30% of the vote. That tells you a lot. That tells you wow. that I spent less than 25 cents a vote. She spent $25 a vote. Wow. Um, what's your what's your platform? Tell everybody why. Tell everybody listening, because I actually have Democrats as well as Republican listeners. Tell everybody why you. Yeah. You know, I, one thing, one of the reasons why I started running, I'm, I'm a traffic commissioner in the city of Torrance. I have an online marketing business. Um, you know, I've been devoting all my time into this now and I put 100 percent of myself. So I put my business on the side. Um, I have to put myself into it because if you want to win anything, you have to put yourself into it 100%. Right. I support the Second Amendment because people need to protect their homes. You right. know, we live in an area in Los Angeles where many crimes happen, thousands of crimes happen on a daily, daily basis. This is, this is the problem, though, that you have people who are breaking laws, but yet they don't want to empower people with the right. Second Amendment. And, you know, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a lot of homelessness. I'm looking at a lot of poverty. I'm looking at a lot of people who are unemployed, who can't find jobs all over the district. There are businesses that are, that are leaving to Texas. There are businesses yeah. that are leaving outside the country. What are we doing to sustain business and to keep business here in the state of California? That's why I'm running for Congress. Well, what, we're, what we've been doing in California and then what we've been doing for, for at least eight years now in Washington is we've been doing everything that we could through regulation and taxation to stifle business. It's almost, you can't even get a lemonade stand going in this state without permits and money. I mean, you can't cut hair, do manicures, anything without, you know, burdensome regulation and expensive permitting and all that kind of stuff. It's almost impossible to start and, and let alone grow a business here in the state of California. And, you know, now you've even got crap like the new gas tax and it's just, it's, it's impossible. And then on top of it, they want to, you know, have, you know, no limits on immigration in terms of who gets to come here and people that don't have jobs and can't even speak the language. And, you know, we've got to, we've got to get out these career politicians like Maxine Waters, who are only in it for power, don't care about the citizens here in California or, you know, around the country. And what a lot of people I want to remind people of is that, yes, they may represent your district, but they actually affect everybody also around the country because they get to vote on bills that affect everybody. Um, So final thoughts. Now, didn't you guys do something at at her? Didn't I hear about an event or something at, at her campaign headquarters or something that you did recently? 
Yeah, we just went to the campaign headquarters yesterday. Uh, uh, we went over there to show people how, you know, even the campaign headquarters looks like. I mean, she has a, she has basically a protected fence all over it. Um, <laughs> I, I know she preaches about borders and, you know, she preaches about having open borders, but uh-huh. yeah. You know, she protects her own office, not even that, her own home. Um, Yeah. This is hypocritical. Not only that, across the street, even from her own office, there's like trash all over the floor. You would think that she's like walking in that office at all times, that she's going to see the trash that's outside. Yet, you know, she's out of touch even in her own office. Yeah. So, I mean, that that for me, that tells me a lot about a politician. You know, these these politicians are underserving our communities. Well, they're they're only serving themselves. And, you know, I I doubt you heard the open of my show today, but I'm really disturbed over this kangaroo court that's happening up there. Continued investigation of President Trump on nothing. There was no probable cause to begin with. There was no Russian hacking, no Russian collusion. But this is how our money and our time is being spent. Meanwhile, you know, we have everything that you just described. And we've got record unemployment. We've got businesses leaving in droves. We've got people that, you know, the average American, particularly in California, I think, Omar, is more concerned with whether or not they're going to be able to pay their light bill and fill up their car with gas in order to get to their construction job than they are in whether or not Jeff Sessions had two meetings, uh, you know, bumped up against a Russian ambassador two times or three times, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of concerns. Uh, you know, Maxine Waters is diverting people from the real problems. That, that's yeah. what's going on right now. She's not, she doesn't want people to see the reality of the 43rd Congressional District. And people see go online and see my periscopes at Press GOP. They'll see that I've gone all over the district and I've been showing videos of how the district really looks. That, mm-hmm. I call it the reality, hashtag reality of Maxine Waters. Yeah. And that, that's a concern. We have to put people accountable. If they're not doing their jobs, we have to put people that are going to do the job, that are going to work with the administration. We have to work with the administration to get the job done. If we want to better our communities, we have to do it. That's right. And thank you so much for throwing your hat in the ring and be willing to do what so many people aren't. Too many people are like me. They want to sit and complain and, you know, call people out. But you're actually getting out there and actually trying to putting boots on the ground and actually trying to, to do something to, to take your district back, which takes the country back and, and helps the state and everybody. How can people learn more about you and get involved in your campaign? Yeah. If, if anybody wants to know anything about me, go to omarnavarro.com. OmarNavarro.com, O-M-A-R-N-A-V-A-R-R-O.com. Go to my website, visit me, look at me, look at what I stand for. Uh, then, you know, contact me if you wish. You can volunteer on the page. You can donate to the campaign. It takes money to run campaigns, and that's what we got to do to beat Maxine Waters. If you want to take a jab at her and you want her out of office, donate to my campaign. Thank oh. you. Oh, I really want her out of office. I really want her out of office. Something bad, Omar. Thank you so much for being here. Hope to have you back as, as you go forward with us. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. So we're going to move on next to our, you know, so much about my show. I love to give my opinions and tell you how I'm feeling about everything that's going on. Um, But I also love to have a little content, what I call my news you can use segment, something that that, uh, because really putting a spotlight on Washington and what's happening there with our elected officials. It's its all about how it affects our lives. And um, so in my news you can use, one of the things that I really like to talk about is the effect of taxation and regulation on the American people. I didn't plan to have my buddy Al in the studio with me today because we still don't even have, we still don't even know what you know, President Trump's tax plan is. His entire agenda has been slowed down, though, with this Russian hacking crap. I mean, I wish I could ask you right now today, Al, 
here's the tax plan that we've got. How can you use it to help your clients? But I can't even do that because the Republican Party is involved, complicit, and participating. You can ask me, in the- but I won't have an answer. Well, right. You won't have an answer because we got the Republican Party participating in this takedown shakedown with this kangaroo court. It's ridiculous. Right. It is ridiculous. But that's where we are. So um, it's going to be here for an extended period, maybe the full four years because of the the special counsel, the special counsel. At some point, what they should have done initially is what President Trump should have done is to end the Republican Party. They didn't because what they should have done is they should have not maybe gone for full comprehensive tax reform, do a couple of measures initially right off the bat. Um, I think he wanted to be bold and I think that he thought uh, uh, incorrectly that he had more support with the Republican Party than he actually does. Well, I like the boldness. Uh, I think he thinks big and uh, maybe in the long run. It'll be better off. He will prevail, maybe. In the in meantime, the long run. right? But in the meantime, how do you? How do you? In help the long run, it's not a long time. Two years. Well, that's true. But so in the meantime, I guess I, mean, I guess you just deal with it with your clients with the current tax plan you have. You're not able to anticipate, you know, how things might be because you're a long-term strategist. What do you do in this situation? You're completely in flux. Well, it, the way to organize is to be in a position to take advantage of whatever legislation goes down. Mm-hmm. So if you're an S-Corp, a C-Corp, an LLC tax, well as a partnership, a sole proprietorship, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, um, it leaves you one-dimensional. Right. And so to organize um, with some diversity mm-hmm. uh, is good for business. Right. And it's very good as far as managing over the long pull, the stress of uh, legislation. Right. So uh, in the in the state of California, of course, uh, we have very, very aggressive regulatory environment. And even if uh, regulations are um, reduced significantly yeah. at the federal level, California is going the other way. Well, that's why we need Omar Navarro. We need people to be challenging these long-term career politicians. Like he said, they're nothing but hypocrites who don't, you know, aren't doing what they need to do for the people out there. And don't, she, it, she, I, I don't know that she ever understood business, but so many of them are career politician attorneys who've never started a business, never run a business, never laid, it, laid awake at night worrying how they were going to make a payroll. It's about they, they tax don't and under, spend. It's well, yeah, that's what it's spend. about. They don't understand the what it, how it affects a business owner these on, onus on, whatever the word is onerous regulations and how it affects them it's all platitudes of oh my gosh we've got to be in these Paris accords because a hundred years from now we might make a two tenths percentage difference in you know something you know and it's just meanwhile we you know we've got people unemployed and we've got businesses that could grow but aren't in my business, I have a small business mm-hmm. and I have an eight by 10 wall covered with items that re- are required to be displayed by the various regulatory agencies <laughs> yeah. in California, yeah, including the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if the city regs have made it the way to the businesses, but did you know that Kevin Faulkner, part of his regulations in the city of San Diego, y'all actually not in San Diego, listen up to this. He actually, because this ties into the whole uh, free speech that we were talking about with Melanie Morgan, he put out like a 17 page document or something like that with all the words you're not allowed to use in city hall. Did you know you're not allowed to use the word woman? Come on. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to dig that up. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, remind me. I'm going to have to Google the and, and next week's show, I'll come. Yeah. He's, you know, all these gender words you're not allowed to use now and all this kind of political correct stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like insane. I wasn't expecting to have you in today, so I got to leave it there. How can people get a hold of you before I go talk to my gal, Julie? Go to my website, aviariasandcode.com. Um, and my telephone, 619-296-2123, or call me at Al. 619-884-7503. That's Al Arias. It is. Al, who's here with us. Coming up next, right with me now, is more news you can use. Um, I was trying to see how I could like be clever with my verbiage, because today is all about the takedown and shakedown, but I tell you what's not going down, and that's the real estate market in San Diego. In fact, it is crazy. Um, and I got to thinking about different strategies that people can try to tap into uh, in terms of investing as well as buying. So I actually was thinking about reverse mortgages yesterday. So I, I emailed my gal, Julie, and I said, hey, what do you know about reverse mortgages? And can you come on to talk about that as maybe an investment strategy? Welcome back to the show, Miss Julie Mills Brennan. Thank you so much, Andrea. Okay, before we talk a little bit about reverse mortgages as a strategy, update everybody on there's articles that came out yesterday about uh, mortgage rates going to continue to stay low, even though maybe the Fed is going to be raising rates. So thank goodness, at least for San Diego, we got mortgage rates that are going to be low. But what's happening out there right now uh, in the market? Well, San Diego has hit a, a peak higher than I, we saw in 2006 at this point. It's It's gotten so crazy. I, I mean, everything is getting multiple bids. You know, when you when you go to a property now, you you just assume you're going to have to pay more than the asking price. People are paying over appraised values, are making up the difference. I mean, it's 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 getting to be. I don't know. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think it's good. I think it's going up in, in, too fast, and I think it's going uh, abnormally fast if people are paying above appraisal. Well, yeah. And it's like, I remember back in 08 and 09, I mean, I remember people were short selling their homes like crazy and just uh, giving them over and foreclosing because they thought they were never going to get the market uh, rates back ever again. Um, so, right. yeah. yeah. Well, so, now in 2016, we are. And all, you know, most of those people now, I mean, if they were able to hang on, they're back to equity position and they're they're not struggling anymore, but you, you had to, you know, wait it out through all that and make it through. And a lot of like, like we know most, a lot of San Diego did make it through, but we're exceeded that, that level now. That's why we're barely seeing any foreclosures anymore because people have equity. Yeah. Um, in terms of reverse mortgages, one of the reasons why I reached out to you is because I'm hearing so much about it. It's all over the airwaves. I'm getting articles sent to me. I don't know much about it. And I know you're not a mortgage broker, so I hate to put you on the spot. But I got I was wondering whether or not that would be some kind of effective strategy, at least maybe for um, investment. If somebody had a home with equity in it, how could they maybe use a reverse mortgage to... to um, is somehow maybe buy another investment property. Um, maybe if they were struggling making the mortgage or struggling to pay their bills, could they somehow use reverse mortgage, maybe go buy a smaller property somewhere with a lower mortgage, rent out their house they're in? Do you see where I'm going? Is there a way right. for yeah, that well, to be used? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but with a reverse mortgage, you actually have to live in the home. Oh. You, you, yes, you have to be over 62, you have to live in the home. Okay. And 
you know, it, there's a lot of pluses to it. I mean, if you need a new roof or you need to do some home improvements and you have no money because you're 62 or older and you just, you know, you don't have a job, then you can get out, take one of these loans and they'll pay you money, you know, to go make these improvements and, mm-hmm. you know, pay off debt or, or medical payments and things like that. But it's not really a good tool unless you absolutely have to go that route because mm-hmm. there's, it's really expensive to do a reverse mortgage. You have to pay mortgage insurance premiums. Mm-hmm. Your interest rate's a lot higher than a typical mortgage. So okay. I would say so never mind on my idea. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's a good idea, but it's kind of a last resort because okay. a, lot of, a lot of people are saying that if you downsize, you know, look, if you, if you want to stay in your home and you just can't bear to leave because you're so emotionally attached, then get a reverse mortgage. But the better idea is to downside. Right. Get it, you know, take your equity out of that home, go into something smaller that's more affordable or pay out, uh, something smaller outright cash. Right. And you don't have those high mortgage premiums. You don't have the high interest rate and it's just more of an economical way to do it. Gotcha. How can people get a hold of you? Because you, I also know that you know many other programs for first time buyers as well as military. How can people, yes. So how can people oh, get a hold of you? You got it. Um, 619-992- 7113, text, call, whatever you want, and I'll be ready to help. Awesome. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. Have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. See why, bye, honey. See why I have experts because here I thought I had some great idea in terms of using reverse mortgages. I have no idea what the heck I'm talking about. Um, So let me get back to my opinion now that I brought the experts in who actually have some wisdom to share. Um, I got to wrap up with this week's Stink of the Week and Hero of the Week. Um, Actually, I had my Hero of the Week. I know I always put it out there to you guys, and it seems as though every week, People are still seeing Trump as a hero, and he is a hero. He's an ongoing hero. Man, put himself and his family out there suffering so much, um, not just vitriol and hate, but actual legal attempts to to literally take him and his family out. It's extraordinary. I think that his tweet about the recordings, I agree with Hannity and others, that was meant to put Comey in the hot seat and have him come forth with the truth. He is a dragon slayer and an ongoing, let's just make him the forever ongoing hero of the week. My other hero of the week is none other than Melanie Morgan, my hot witch girl on fire who was on before, because this is a woman who, yeah, she's got a media background, but this is a woman who said, you know what? I'm not going to put up with this. One person, she proves that one person can make a difference with what is truly one of the worst things happening in our country right now. And it is an attempt to silence other voices. This is an attack on everybody's free speech. And she is right. Even the left should be really upset as to what is going on. And she decided to fight fire with fire with operation, fight fire with fire, stop the scalping. And man, she is truly making a difference uh, in the world and in media today. So hat tip to Melanie Morgan, my stink of the week. Speaking of suppression of freedom of speech, goes to Bernie Sanders. It's getting almost no media play. Shame on the Republican Party for not highlighting the fact that Bernie Sanders, sitting in Congress, paid for by the taxpayers of the United States of America with the foundation of the U.S. Constitution, grilled an accountant on his Christian beliefs, attempting to shame him for being a Christian. This going on while we have the left refusing to go along with a travel ban of people that want to come here and and destroy us from within on the grounds of protecting non-citizens' freedom of religion. No, he wants to go after an American citizen's Christian beliefs while we are a Judeo-Christian nation. Stripping that man of his constitutional rights, telling him that as a Christian, he didn't have the right to take that job. 
That should outrage absolutely everybody. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father except through me. Andrea Kay is a Christian. I believe in John 3.16, and I will never let anybody take my rights away from me for saying that. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all to my guests. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Don't forget to share the video. Thank you so much. As my man Zan says, doesn't cost a thing to share it, baby. Let's get the word out there and help support Melody Morgan, Sidney Powell, Omar Navarro, and others. Thanks so much for being here.